Hot sports news, check. Hot takes, check. Hot dudes, check. This is live from the 8155. In the car, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store around the corner. The boys say they want some gin and juice. But All right, here we go. Action. Live from the 815 podcast. You are joining us because um, you're the listener, and um, <laughs> that's how that's how podcasts work. I'm I'm Colton. I'm usually here um, every single time. I'm one of your co-hosts, and I'm Jake. I'm here almost every time, and I'm your other co-host. Yeah. And, uh, we had a couple overtime thrillers this weekend, and those were pretty fun to watch. Uh, the Bears upset the Steelers, and the Packers almost get upset by the Bengals, but uh, pull it out in the end, which is uh, the fun stat everyone was liking to throw out is that Rodgers was 0-8, or 0-7 all time in uh, playoff games. He's never He never came back and won a playoff game, or not playoff, sorry, uh, overtime games. He's never, um, he's never won. won an overtime game, which everyone's like, oh, my God. He's so unclutch. But after that game, they interviewed Rodgers, and he said, oh, yeah, well, I've, told, I've thrown a total of seven passes in those seven overtime losses before today. So, I, you know, maybe that's not a good stat to tell me I'm not clutch. Yeah, I <laughs> you <guess> know? so. <laughs> it's just every time we go into overtime, our defense is just exhausted because they just gave up the lead. And then they give up another touchdown, and Rodgers doesn't even get to touch the ball. So he's a bitch. Um, that Bears game, I knew it was going to be close. I I told my good friend Michael, who's a Bears fan, I was like, I would 100% uh, pick the Bears against the spread. I think it was a seven and a half point spread for yeah, the Steelers. That's quite a bit. Yeah, first of all, the Steelers are always terrible on the road. Um, the Bears have a solid enough defense to keep games close if a, if a team's offense isn't clicking. So, um, and the Bears ended up winning that game, even with the embarrassment that was Marcus Cooper's play. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I For those still, of you who didn't see it, he, still, uh, the Bears blocked a kick. Marcus Cooper, the cornerback of the Bears, scooped it up, ran all the way to the one-yard line, <laughs> started showboating before he gets in, Ends up getting uh, the ball smacked out of his hands and fumbles out the back of the end zone, which was... It wasn't even like showboating. It was just he stopped running. Yeah. Like, it was I don't know terrible. if he thought he was in or if he... I don't know. I really couldn't tell you. I think I think people do celebrate by, you know, slowing up really. That's what uh, Giovanni Bernard, I watched him do the same thing, and I wanted someone to chase him down, uh, but they didn't. Uh, it's... <laughs> It's a really unfortunate thing. You'd think NFL players would have learned by now uh, that this happens. It happens all the time. I mean, not all the time, but every few years, some jackass gets cocky and fumbles before they score. So uh, if Marcus Cooper wasn't uh, probably the best corner on your roster right now, I would want him cut. I think if, if we ended up losing that game, people would definitely talk about cutting him a lot more. But yeah, but he also won. played a great game. Is the other thing that you know he uh, the Steelers couldn't throw the ball. I think there was one completion. If I looked at the stats right, uh, they threw at Marcus Cooper nine times. They had like one completion for eight yards. So he had a great game, uh, but he could have had an amazing game if he wasn't such a jackass. <laughs> such a freaking jackass, frick. Um, other things about the Bears game, Jordan Howard is a grown man. He sure is. Uh, he was clearly injured, and he did not even slow up a little bit. That was that was really uh, impressive what he did. Brought the heat. Um, he, I'm looking at it right now, 23 carries, 138, two TDs. Pretty goddamn good, but what is really uh, alarming, these are every, this is just every single person that caught a pass for the Bears. <laughs> uh, Jordan Howard led the way with five catches. Cohen had four catches. And then Benny Cunningham had three. Zach Miller one. Deontay Thompson one. And Adam Shaheen one. That's yes. That's it. Yeah. Um, I think your receivers caught two passes. Wide receivers got one. caught two. One. 
Tom, yeah, Thompson is the only wide receiver. I think there was a four. T- uh, Glennon targeted a wide receiver four times that whole game, <laughs> and you guys won. That don't know Mike Glennon had one hundred and one passing yards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys won that game despite Mike Glennon. He also had two balls that should have been intercepted, but the Steelers just straight up dropped them. Oh. And uh, Mike Glennon is trying to lose those games. John Fox <laughs> and the offensive coordinator for the Bears both said that they liked what they saw, and Glennon did what he he needed to do to win. Yeah, what they the- were also. It seemed a little. They seemed a little gray about it. Uh, I and I. My bold prediction is this is the last game Glennon starts. This Thursday night versus the Packers, tomorrow, as you may be listening. Um, and I think uh, this is Glenn's last game because he cannot lead a team. All he does is check down. And a perfect time to put uh, Trubisky in is when you guys have a long week leading into the next one. So he has plenty of time to prepare to start the next game, which makes a lot of sense. So I think... Um, you go Minnesota? I mean that that is a rough def- that's a rough defense to go against. Yes, but if you give him weeks to uh, prepare, he'll probably he can't do much worse than Mike Glennon has. This is my only point. I mean, come on, that guy is just terrible. He is so bad, despite having such a hot wife. For those of you that <laughs> didn't look it up last week, it's still mind blowing. Yeah, I know she's a babe, but uh, yeah, uh, my prediction to this uh, upcoming game this Thursday, I think. It's going to be close. I'm uh, I'm definitely worried as a Packers fan because we are missing our top five offensive tackles, which is really impressive that five players from one position group can get injured. Yeah, so uh, if we have our two backup guards playing left and right tackle versus the Bears, I honestly don't feel confident. <laughs> I think it'll be a close game. Uh, but also the only way the Bears could possibly win this game is if they get up early and uh, get a couple three and outs from the Packers. Because, once again, I'll go back to Mike Glennon. He cannot lead a comeback. He, it's it, He's incapable of ever leading a comeback. He because can't even all really he, lead a lead either. No, he just throws it to – he just dumps it off. Like, if you, yes, if you guys have a 14-point lead, maybe he could keep you guys ahead of it. But, uh, man, that guy, that guy cannot lead a comeback. So I think if the Packers are ever up 14 or 10 or more points at, in this game at any point, it's over. That's my opinion. Yeah, well, yeah, the only way that the Bears can even be up, like, in, in any way, is, like, a pick six, a fumble recovered at, like, the 10, and then Jordan Howard <laughs> runs it in, and then all of a sudden we're up 14-0. Mike Lennon might go yeah. into the half up 14-0 with, like, two passes completed and five yards. Seriously, that's how it had to be. I mean, Jordan Howard's going to have to, uh, first of all, get healthy pretty fast because he looked – beat to shit after that game uh did you see the run he was running down the left sideline oh guys coming up to hit him on the right shoulder he does a full spin move to just to get hit the guy with his left shoulder because his right shoulder was so beat up he's running down the wrong sideline and he just he has to flip around just so his uh beat up shoulder doesn't get hurt so jordan howard's gonna have to stay healthy for the bears to compete too so they got a lot to overcome yeah um it's crazy to to think that Jordan, like, we are one Jordan Howard drop away from playing this week for first place. Not just that, but being two and one with a win versus the Falcons and the Steelers. Yeah, that's <laughs> bananas. <laughs> that is bananas, especially with the garbage quarterback play and the injuries to your defense. But, uh, you know, if you guys are just sticking around in games... You're gonna win some. That's it's bound to happen. So I think last year we were um, one and eight or one and nine in in one score games. Oh, see, yeah, exactly. I think the Bears could have easily won eight games last year, but they didn't. They're not a three win team unless they keep Glennon and they keep getting injured on defense. I mean, you can't have Glennon lead your team. I just I'm so sick of watching him. It's embarrassing. Yeah, I'm I'm honestly like like sick of talking about him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's just It'd bad. be so much There's more no fun to talk about bad. Trubisky. Mm-hmm. If, if, if Trubisky isn't ready, put in Sanchez. If not, <laughs> Seriously. Go, go Wildcat. I don't care. <laughs> like Glenn is the most boring quarterback in the league. He sucks. By so a long shot. Yeah. he like I was coming into the season, I'm pretty sure I had like 
Jared Goff as like the worst quarterback, and he's playing really well this year. I can't think of anyone that's been worse. Oh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> yeah, I th- there has to have been some guys. Maybe. No, I think Glennon. What's Josh? Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's been terrible. Joe Flacco, maybe Ooh. just because of last week. Yeah, that was those great. guys. So. But. I would still rather have Dalton and Flacco going forward. Oh, <laughs> by a lot. Like yes. if, like even if I knew that there was like an eighty percent chance of them playing that way the rest of the year, give me that mm-hmm. eighty over this one hundred and ten percent chance of Glenn sucking ass. Um. Okay. Uh, average fantasy points a week. Uh, just for an overall, Brian Hoyer is averaging 9.8, Mike Glennon 9.5, Andy Dalton 6.8, Joe Flacco 5.6. Jesus Christ. 5.6? <laughs> um, and you know who's ahead of all four of those guys? Blake Bortles. Case Keenum, baby. That's right. <laughs> is he tore up the Tampa Bay defense, which decent. made – who made Mike Glennon look like – the worst quarterback in the league. And then Case Keenum goes in there and tears him to shreds. So, Jacoby Brissett, he's better than Mike Glennon. Um, what other terrible quarterbacks? Josh McCown is better than Mike Glennon. <laughs> Jesus. Every rookie in the league is better than Mike Glennon. Deshaun Kaiser, Deshaun Watson. Um, Mitch Trubisky. You know, Mitch, <laughs> Mitch Trubisky, excellent example. Thank you. I mean, man. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's enough Glennon talk. Fuck him. Yes, I agree. Um, let's go other other NFL news. Did you see that ending to that Eagles Giants game? Yeah, that was sixty-one yard field goal as time expires to win the game from a rookie who got cut. Who got cut? And uh, did you see what Carson Wentz? He was mic'd up. What he said? Yeah, he he said, "I'll give him my whole game game check if he makes this." Yeah, which is uh, kind of a bullcrap move that because uh, Carson Wentz only made like thirty one thousand because his contract is like five hundred and forty k this year. Yeah, but he signed like a seventeen million dollar uh, signing bonus for being the number two overall quarterback. So, you know, not a ton of money, but for a kicker, for yeah, I hope, he, ga- I hope he gave him thirty grand. Yeah, because that, that <laughs> he deserves making it. like fourteen dollars a game. Oh, yeah. And I was watching that kick live, and that was about as, as exciting as of a kick as it can be. It was right at the right at the post, just going in, you know, as as the wind blows it, it's in, it's out, it's in, it's out, and it just sneaks in the bottom corner with Odell Beckham ready to return it. And, uh, man, it was a beautiful thing. That was really exciting. Yeah, there was a lot of exciting, um, like, games, especially on, in the early cap. There was... The, the Bears went to OT, Packers went to OT, the 61-yarder in Philly. Um, you know what? Even, like, the, the Thursday night game might have been the best Thursday night game of all time. It might have been the be- – it might be the best game of this year. I mean, I think it is the best game of the year, the Rams-49ers game, it which turned out to be a battle of two offensive juggernauts. Yeah. <laughs> it, it no one saw that coming. 41-39. Uh, I'm pretty sure the – the Rams' offense is uh, number one in the league so far, so watch out for the sellout crowd with the L.A. Rams this year. <laughs> Speaking of sellout crowds in L.A., have you seen the pictures of the Chargers stadium? Yeah. It was empty week one and full week, uh, or week whatever, and then this week it was completely full, but of Kansas City Chiefs jerseys, yep. and it was uh, they didn't even announce the starters for fear that they would get booed in their home stadium, which is really, it sucks for all those players. You know, they didn't do anything wrong. They didn't want to move. They love San Diego. And, you know, I'm guessing their owner didn't think it would be a big deal, but it really pissed off a lot of people. And the Chargers are struggling for fans. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I saw a thing where people think that they still might go back to San Diego in like five years. I mm-hmm. they're, they're spending way too much money to build that L.A. stadium for them to yeah. go back after that. No, absolutely. I don't know if the building has even started yet, though. That could be, you know, maybe they just cancel the whole thing and move back. I don't know. It seems like well, their it stadium seems is with, silly. Is with the, it's, it's the Chargers and the Rams stadium. They're sharing it. 
Yeah, so they could easily just kick the Chargers out and just give it to the Rams if the Rams start succeeding. Yeah, but you know? the Chargers are still paying for like half of it. That's a fuck. It's like it's like a two billion dollar stadium with a B. Oh yeah, uh, stadiums are just obnoxious, and uh, that's a whole nother like podcast topic because uh, they usually <laughs> leave the city in massive debt. And uh, no, no one, they always promise every time they're building a stadium, they promise it's going to bring in huge revenue for this city. And it never, ever, ever does. Yeah. So it, you know, building a new stadium is always, is always a risk, but it's also a necessity. Like uh, with our team, the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, they could have moved. We could have lost the Bucks to another city if oh, we didn't decide to Milwaukee Bucks uh, to another city if they didn't decide to build a new stadium, which they finally did at the expense of all the taxpayers. But um, they finally got the stadium decided on. And now, uh, but, you know, I'm sure most any Bucks fan living in the area would say it's worth it to keep a keep a franchise home because everyone hates when franchises move. Nobody's happy. Yeah, I would have been pretty pissed if they if they were the ones that like like moved to Seattle. Oh, that would have I would have been sick, you know. That would have just been. I can't. I couldn't imagine being a St. Louis Rams fan and just they just move across the country. Yeah, just completely that is such, a whole new area code, same exact team. Yeah, send the Chargers back to fucking St. Louis because that's Wouldn't just. That be I mean, a twist? <laughs> why would why would they move two teams to L.A.? I know there's a lot of people in L.A., but there's. But it's not like a football town. No, you can't just make a town a football town. Like New York can handle two teams. Chicago could handle two teams. L.A.? No. Sorry. You can't. I mean, I would have rather they moved a new team to Chicago, which would have been fucking crazy. That would have been but really it would have made It would have been made more sense than putting two crap teams in L.A. to move a team to Chicago, even though the Bears, I don't know, maybe it wouldn't have made sense because no, no Bears fans would have switched over. Yeah, there's no way. Bears you fans know. Are, are, are way too stubborn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. So, it's a, it's a shitty situation to be a team without a home. Agreed. Agreed, um, Jake. I think that's enough NFL talk for today. We okay. got a lot of... Um, here, what you know what? Actually, I have an idea. Why don't we start doing this this week? Because I just... Uh, I do this for my girlfriend at her work league, and it's elimination, an eliminator pool for the NFL. Cole, you have to make... You pick one team this week. They have to win, and then you can't pick them the rest of the year. We're we starting. Sp- th- are we, are we're we starting three weeks late. Um, no, just straight up. All right. Um, and you you can only pick this team once a year. We're gonna do this every week. We already missed the first three, so maybe we get to last a little longer. Just assume and, that we are right for the first three. Yes, we. But and and also we use the Browns, <laughs> even though they. <laughs> you no, know, I use well. Well, I remember I picked the Colts last week, so that's. That's my Colts pick. Um, I, we were I, both on the Colts. <laughs> yes, and then I picked uh, Jacksonville Week One, obviously. Uh huh. And and the Bill, we both picked the Bills that one week last week okay, over Denver. Yeah, so we had we had two picks last week to make up for for Week Two, and then we both picked. <laughs> we were amazing. Well, yeah. all we, all we've used so far are the Bills, the Jaguars, and the Colts, which is really impressive. It's yeah, it's, <laughs> it's called strategy, folks. All right, uh, let's start this week. I think I'm going with the Falcons versus the Bills at home. Um, the other the other games just scare the, the crap out of me. You know, I'm not picking the Packers, even though they're at home. That divisional game's never smart. Uh, I was thinking about New England, maybe. Uh, the Cowboys are at home versus the Rams, but uh, no way I'm touching that game. I'm going Falcons over Bills. Lock it in. Lock, that's your mortal lock of the week from Jake. I'm going to go... Hmm, since I've had... Oh, Browns and Bengals, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, what a, that one's so easy. Jesus who's, Christ. Who's favorite in that game? Um, the Bengals are. I, I have a Cleveland and the matchup predictor have a 50.7% chance of winning. <laughs> um, on ESPN, it's got the Bengals minus three. Yep, yep, that is the, that is the spread. Let's see... Uh, Oh man, I, I would have picked the Jags, but I already picked them. <laughs> would you really at the Jets from the Jets who just beat the Dolphins' yes. asses? But it's too bad we already picked them. So yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go. Wait, who'd you pick? 
The Falcons. I'm going to go the Cardinals over the Niners at home. All right. It's a seven-point spread. <laughs> Are we doing spread? Or, or just no, we're, we're, not, we're not doing spread. We're just doing wins. Because trust me, spread would make this goddamn impossible. Last week in, in the uh, real survivor pool I'm in, so many people went down because they picked the um, they picked the Broncos to beat the Bills, which we obviously knew that wouldn't happen. Obviously. <laughs> and then, um, oh, a lot of people picked the Steelers over the Bears, and uh, so a bunch Bulls. of people are a bunch of people are knocked out, which is hilarious. So, um, are you still? In? Yeah, yeah, I'm still in. I took the I took the Packers last week, so. It was a close call. <laughs> yeah, and uh, a lot of people picked the Patriots last week over the Texans. So if those teams would have lost, if the Packers and Patriots would have lost, I think uh, the entire league would have been out. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been Just, something? Yeah, I don't even know what they do. Split the pot between 90% of the league? What, what do you want the loser to do? It's like the first person to get knocked out. Um, how about the loser has to write a poem about... Uh, the opponent's uh, favorite about the other person's favorite team. Like I'll have to write a poem about Mitchell Trubisky kissing titties, and you gotta write a poem about how Aaron Rodgers loves women and is not gay at all. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Got it. Okay. Deal. Deal. <laughs> man, let's fucking go Cardinals, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, you're risking. Um, all right, let's jump into the MLB. Everything. Major League Baseball. Yes, uh, baseball, we're jumping in. We're switching sports. Uh, the season's coming to an end, and uh, the playoffs are pretty much wrapped up, other than the Brewers are fighting a little bit for that last wild card spot, a game and a half behind Colorado. Um, Colorado finishes uh, versus the Marlins, and then three games versus the Dodgers. So that could be some losses there. And the Brew Crew have... Two games versus the Reds and three versus the Cardinals. Oh, and the Cardinals are fighting too. So the Brewers are really going to have to pick it up if they want to make the playoffs. But other than that, let's let's take a look at uh, how the playoff will mat playoff matchups. Um, well, it's it's basically said that the Cubs are going to play the Nationals, right? Yes. Uh, let's talk about wild card first. Um, Eric, uh, we'll go Yankees. Minnesota got that one game uh, one game series. Who you got? Yankees in Minnesota? Yeah. Is that is that locked in? Oh, yeah. Minnesota's up five games on the Angels. Jesus. And the Yankees are up five games on them. Oh, well, um, let's see. That's a one game. I'm guessing the Yankees are probably throwing out Luis Severino, and I have no idea who the Twins' ace is. I don't know. If I'm being honest. Is it still Phil Hughes or Johan Santana? It's definitely Johan Santana. It might be Irvin Santana, which is ironic. It might be. Um, yeah, because he, he pitched really well earlier this year, right? Yeah, he had a pretty good... Oh, they have uh, him, they have Jose Barrios, the young fireballer, and uh, I think that's... Pretty, the Twins, I don't know, and Bartolo Colon. <laughs> so that's, that's their <laughs> playoff rotation. I want Bartolo to start the one-game playoff so bad. That would be amazing. Um, but I got to go Yankees. They have too much firepower. And that'll uh, that'll lead them into a crash course with, who who do they play? The Boston, right? Oh, no, you're right, the Astros. Yeah, because Cleveland will play Boston, and it'll be Houston-Yankees. That's an interesting series. Houston-Yankees. Well, you know what? I'm going I'm – going... Bartolo Colon and the Twins. So it's going to be Ooh. Houston and the Twins. But, I mean, it is one game. Literally anything can happen. So that would be Houston Twins matchup. That would be fun. And then it would be uh, Boston versus Cleveland, which is a really fun matchup to watch as well. I love MLB playoffs. It's so fun. Yeah. yeah um, everything, I, everything matches up really well. It just it just depends on like who gets hot, who's, who's pitching is, is, uh, is, is heating up. Um, yes, I'm pretty maybe. sure Arietta got shelled last night, so that that really helps my my processing. But it makes you nervous because uh, Lester was shelled last time he pitched, I believe. Yeah, but Quintana so, came up big on Sunday, so he did. He did. He's went a little uh, bit. Yeah, our our guest last week said he'd have Hendricks over Quintana. How do you feel about that now? Do you think still think Quintana won't pitch in the, you know, if 
if we're playoffs. If it's a home game, give me uh, Hendricks. He's like historically good at at Wrigley. But, okay. Um, if if it's not if like if Madden isn't one hundred percent on Hendricks's health, then give me Quintana. Like he's that be, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um. So I. Right now, I love Cleveland. I, I got them coming out of the AL. That's my pick for the World Series. And uh, the NL, we got a likely Arizona-Colorado matchup in the wild card. But Milwaukee and St. Louis have not given up on that last spot to get that one-game playoff versus Arizona. Um, that should be, you know, I love the one-game playoffs, even though they're not fair at all. <laughs> you know, because one game of baseball does not decide who's the better team. Well, but either way, you got to find a way to do it. And um, it right now, if it was Arizona, Colorado, honestly, I'm probably taking the D-backs over whoever uh, wins because they got JD Martinez, which stands for just dingers Martinez, because all he hits is homers. That's a that's and, a ballsy uh, thing to name your kid. Like you have to really make sure he's strong after that. <laughs> just dingers. Yeah, his parents were bold. The Martinez um, family is uh, is known to be crazy bold when it comes to <laughs> to their power hitters. Yeah, and their and their children's names. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other matchups we'll get. Uh, so then it would be Arizona versus the Dodgers and the Cubs versus the Nationals. Uh, the Nationals and the Cubs have been on a collision course since before the season. Everyone saw it coming. You know. Um, the whole season, I've been looking forward to the Nationals uh, Cubs matchup. How will Joe Madden pitch Bryce Harper? You know, uh, we got Scherzer and Strasburg versus Lester and Arietta. There's so many storylines to go with here, and I am so excited for that series. If I'm being I'm so totally nervous. honest, <laughs> I, I don't blame you. The Nationals are very good. The Cubs are very good too. But uh, going up against Scherzer and Strasburg is just that is a really really deadly playoff. Uh, rotation, and then don't don't sleep on Geo either. Geo's still like a top ten pitcher this year. Yeah, oh, he's been great. Um, which let's see what happened last night, but uh, yeah, and they got the Nationals also have Trey Turner back, and their young rookie Victor Robles has been hitting, and they, and Bryce Harper just returned. Yeah, Bryce Harper's back. Uh, they got Anthony Rendon, Ryan Zimmerman, Jason Worth. Uh, Matt Wieters is their catcher. He's had a pretty good year. Um, yeah, Gio Gonzalez has an ERA of two seven five on the year. That's yeah, fifteen and eight with a two seven five. Yeah, that's three pitchers you don't want to mess with right there. So the Cubs and the Nationals will be definitely a, a series to keep an eye on. Uh, the Dodgers versus Arizona. That's going to be interesting, uh, mostly to see if the Dodgers can stay hot or get hot really. Uh, get Clayton Kershaw going, because if Kershaw is going, they can beat anybody, because Clayton Kershaw will win every game he pitches. And uh, then there's also the chance that Rich Hill all of a sudden turns into his, the weird mode where Rich Hill doesn't have a blister on his finger and is really good, you yeah. know? Yeah, the the Dodgers are just one healthy elbow and one blister away from mowing down the NL. Not to mention you, Darvish. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are a good team. I understand why they have 101 wins, and they were on pace to have 115 at one point, and then they went on the, a terrible, terrible slide. But uh, like 12-13. Yeah, and but they're 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 heating up a little bit to end the season, so I think it'll. They're not insanely hot. They're not insanely cold. They're going into the playoffs. They'll be all right. It'll be a battle for them though. Every series, including the Arizona one. Um. Yeah, that, that the play MLB playoffs is going to be a blast. Yeah, there's really when you're when you're in the MLB playoffs, there's not really any like cakewalk series. Like everyone's good. Everyone, oh yeah, there's reasons why everyone made the playoffs. Yeah, it's not like the NFL where a team can make the playoffs because they won their division by winning you know seven games, you know, yeah, or eight games like Houston last year. Uh, it's it's all 90-win teams who have a lot of uh, talent. Um, so One of the interesting stories that just happened in the MLB, Aaron Judge breaks the rookie home run record. And I'm so happy about that because he passed the cheater, Mark McGuire, with his 50th home run of his rookie year. That Thoughts, is, Cole? 
Um, <laughs> it's well, he he has what like five hundred strikeouts too. <laughs> he is. I think he's leading the league in strikeouts. Yes. Yeah, uh, I th- I think he's like the first. He, he's he's the first of a ton of players. But I saw a stat where he's the first player under twenty five or twenty six to have fifty home runs. Like he's the first to have over fifty home runs. He's also the youngest to strike out over like two hundred and thirty times. I think he just broke Chris Bryant's record uh, for strikeouts as a rookie. Chris Bryant set the record for that. So if that leaves any perspective, you know, it shows that rookies can strike out and improve. Even though Chris Bryant continues to strike out a lot, you know, he you, they're never Aaron Judge and Chris Bryant are never gonna be guys who don't never gonna be Joey Votto. They're just gonna be. Guys who strike out, and maybe that's the new MLB is where but you strike out a lot. According to the internet, uh, Joey Votto is bad, so he's, he's boring and he's bad. <laughs> I love Joey Votto. I think he's probably the best hitter in the league in terms of like his just his approach at the plate. It is absolutely his incredible. His line is unreal every single year, and if, if he was in like New York or Chicago, he'd be like a three-time MVP. Seriously, his on-base percentage is disgusting. It's like damn near 500. <laughs> so half the time, this dude's getting on base. So, um, but I'm I'm happy that Mark McGuire is uh, taken out of the record books in another way, because that guy was clear steroids from the beginning. Unfair. Aaron Judge is real raw born power. You you know, because he's I don't know if you've heard. Aaron Judge is pretty tall. People never talk about that. No, they don't. T- they always just gloss right over his size. Not here, um, not on this podcast. We get down to the hard hitting facts. Yes, and the fact is, Aaron Judge is tall. <laughs> you heard it here uh, first, folks. We're killing it today. Yeah, a lot of hot topics right now that I'm really into. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I think that's enough for baseball. We went over the playoffs. Once the playoffs get going, that'll be really exciting. Um, let's jump in for our, to last to end it off with the old NBA talk. A few things have been happening. Mello was uh, finally traded not to the Rockets but to Oklahoma, the Oklahoma City Thunder, which was a surprise to many. Uh, he opened up his teams. He would uh, be allowed to trade. To, uh, he would uh, allow the Knicks to trade him to. And uh, yeah, OKC is one of what uh, was one of them pairing him with Paul George and the uh, MVP Russell Westbrook. So, Colton, how do you feel about OKC's chances this year with Melo? Um, dude, dude, I have no idea. Like, I, really <laughs> I know <laughs> this I NBA no... offseason has been knocking futs. It's it's cool as shit. I like when teams trade like this. I like super teams when it's more than just two or three. Um, because now when we play 2K, you can <laughs> you can pick like like nine or ten teams and actually do well against each other. Hell yeah, that's um, that's a really good point. But coming coming to real life, um, nothing matters ever. <laughs> when you actually think about it, playing a seven game series against the Warriors, you're not going to win unless you have LeBron and and LeBron goes absolutely off. That's what, yeah, but um, uh, funny thing about it, I agree completely, except that I was looking at the Cavaliers roster today. That's a nice roster, nice looking roster. Really they deep. just signed Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade back, and um, he had some juice left in Chicago. He just he wasn't he didn't have enough juice to to make a really really shitty team good. He had juice, but he didn't have sauce. You could say he was the juice, not the sauce, because he was gone early in the season because he's old. Um, he doesn't have the longevity that a hot sauce does. Yes. <laughs> um, but some guys on the uh, – just name some Cleveland Cavaliers players. LeBron James, Isaiah Thomas, Kevin Love, Kyle Korver, uh, Dwayne Wade. Uh, I think Bogut's on their roster. They got Amon Shumpert. Tristan Thompson, J.R. Smith, um, Derek Rose, Derek Rose, Jose Calderon. Yeah, this Tristan is just Thompson. this. They have like 13, 14 players that could start in the NBA. Yeah, I mean they're deep, but that's what it's gonna take. I mean, I, yeah, Jay Crowder. 
I mean, let's okay. Let's go by position. Their guards are Derrick Rose, Jose Calderon, Iman Shumpert, Isaiah Thomas. That's four starting guards. And then uh, their forwards, they have Kyle Korver, J.R. Smith, LeBron James. I don't know who that is. Uh, Jay Crowder, Kevin Love. That's five starting forwards. And then their centers are Tristan Tristan Thompson, Channing Frye. They have Kendrick Perkins. I mean, that, damn. If if they were on 2K, every single one of their players would be like an 80 overall, plus LeBron. I mean, that's just, yeah. Those are all like 73s. Oh, not all. I mean, not... I wouldn't say Tristan. Some of them are, but I mean, you could get an eighty out of Tristan Thompson. You get an eighty. I mean, Derrick Rose. I wouldn't give Derrick Rose an eighty. Neither would I. I think I think he might be done. But uh, Jay Crowder, he deserves it. Iman Shumpert, maybe. You know, and K-Love. Jay Crowder. No one's talking about that. Jr. Smith. I will fucking love using Jr. in two K. I'll tell you that. <laughs> did you Did you see the thing with uh, Kevin Love and Barstool Sports? No, what happened? So there's this like little video that uh, actually as as I'm as I'm telling the story, I'm gonna send you this video because it made me laugh so fucking hard. It's just <laughs> it's like a a ton of these like little schoolboys and like it's like five black boys in a row and then one white boy. <laughs> and, yeah. And they all walk up to the camera and they're all in like a single file line and they all walk up to the camera and then they dab, and then the little white. <laughs> The, the little white kid comes up, and he just does this little, like, karate move and, like, looks at the camera. Oh, no. I did see that. So, <laughs> so Barstool Sports tweeted it at uh, Kevin Love and said, this is Kevin Love trying to fit in in the uh, Cavs locker room. <laughs> so, Kevin, Kevin Love's comeback was, oh, yeah, well, when this – and this is, like, a quote. It says, oh, yeah, when this kid grows up, he's going to get some primo box. And then he put the box emoji for box. Like, that was his comeback. What does that mean? Is, is that, like, a, a sex thing he's talking yeah. about? or He's, he's yeah? talking about having... This guy's going to have some intercourse when he grows up. <laughs> um, that's a little awkward to say that, like, a like a third grader, this guy's going to get poo-tang when he's old. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, I just thought it was a really good comeback by Kevin Love. <laughs> and then LeBron James, like, even, like, like hopped on... Hopped on top of that and was like, su- like supporting him. LeBron's been all over social media lately. This offseason, he's been, uh, he's been one active cat. I'm watching this video right now. This is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this kid. <laughs> oh my god! If anybody wants, here, here it is. If anybody wants to know what I'm talking about, go to Twitter and look up at Colton St. Vincent and look at my retweets. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That kid, that poor kid. He had no idea what was happening. So I guess, I, I guess that's our uh, basketball recap. No, that's our NBA recap. Did you see um, the college basketball news today? No, what happened? So have you seen the um, the uh, fraud charges that the FBI is, is looking into? For who? They, they charged four assistant coaches. Um... It was like, it was like uh, Auburn, oh, fuck where are the schools? Auburn, Louisville, Arkansas, and someone else like that. They were all like SEC schools, but they were smaller. Uh huh. And um, they worked with Adidas, and people would pay high school kids to wear Adidas's so they could get recruited by Adidas sponsored schools. So it it was just like a huge fraud thing. And then hmm. today it came out that. Louisville is getting charged with paying a high school. The report is it's not directly Louisville. It's just um, a high school recruit was paid $100,000 a year to um, attend or to uh, commit to a public Kentucky institution. $100,000 a year. So now uh, I I, uh, wake up this morning and in the most – Unshocking news of all time, it was Rick Patino. God, that sleazy mother and that guy you can you can he is grease you can feel his grease well, dripping gone. off of him through the T V. They canned him already? Yeah. Rick Patino wow. and um 
athletic director for Louisville are both gone. They're Louisville's been the most shisty basketball uh, <laughs> in the last 20 years, which is just impressive. But any team with Rick Pitino involved, just <laughs> the NCAA should immediately start investigating whatever Rick Pitino does. Yeah. I mean, just look at his stupid hair. <laughs> God, so he... Yeah, so Rick Pitino, um, he he paid prostitutes to have sex with with recruits, got in trouble, said sorry, I won't I won't do it again, and then just skipped skipped the prostitutes and just started paying the players. <laughs> you know, yeah, let's cut out the middle woman. And now, or man, or and now man. Auburn's top recruit. Um, he's a, he's a he's a top one hundred forward. He just decommitted today. Oh man, everything's falling apart. Man, that is that is crazy. And this and Adidas is centered around it. Adidas, yeah. That's not good. Um, fun story about Adidas. They're trying to sign our boy Giannis Antetokounmpo to a shoe deal. Did Ooh. you see that? They send him a big old uh, truck full of uh, shoes. And, yeah, I saw. And, uh, I saw Thon helped him out. Yeah, you know the funny thing is, I don't think Giannis really needs shoes because he's. Just signed like a forty million dollar contract, and um, I think the better way to recruit Giannis would just be with more millions of dollars. Yeah, <laughs> you know, remember when that Kevin so. Durant, when Kevin Durant and uh, Under Armour tried to buy out, uh, and it was a, just a big bidding war, and it was like four hundred million dollars so over ten years money. or something. I'm hoping Giannis gets a big old deal, and that'll be the first. <laughs> the next basketball shoes I buy. And I haven't bought in shoes in probably uh, a year, if I'm being honest. My uh, last basketball shoes I bought were Steph Curry 1s for you sneakerheads. Not, not, not the Curry 2s? No, the Curry 1s. They, they're the colors of Golden State. And that was before uh, Golden State was, you know, too good to root for. That was when they well, were the just kind of like... The Curry 2s were the air nurses. Those are those are nice. Oh, yeah, no, I did not get those. These ones are actually, they were pretty cool. Curry ones are not hideous. All right, here we go. The four assistant coaches were at Auburn, Arizona, Oklahoma State, and USC. Wow. Were USC ever, so that wasn't even including Louisville, and then all of a sudden Louisville's just like, oh, yeah, by the way, um, we, we paid a player. <laughs> oh, oh, did we not did we not mention Louisville? Because I, I, we thought everyone would just assume they're also involved. That's, that is crazy. College sports is well. First of all, these athletes should be getting paid. Is the problem, you know? Like they should, in some way, they should be getting paid. I don't. I don't think they should be getting a salary. I think they should be able to make money off their, off like autographs and stuff. I think they should. Yes, and I think they should get a percentage of their jerseys that are sold. You know, or and if they're in, they can get a. I think they should bring back NCAA video games. Get their names in it. And let them get a little bit of cash from uh, the EA Sports or whoever's you know the billion dollar company that can afford to pay every single co- every single college athlete for their name. So that's how and that's how you get these less shisty things to happen. These these recruiting things won't happen as often if everyone's getting paid. You know, if you don't have to live like a bum. You know, a lot of these. I think it was Cam Newton. They were doing a special on, and he would like walk down the st- walk down the street, and uh, just he couldn't like he was broke as hell, you know. And that's just not that's not cool. He sees people wearing his jersey, and then he sees his jersey, and he can't afford it, you know. That's Agreed. that's not fair because he's. I he's, hate the NCAA. Uh, they make, uh, like, you saw the Ohio State a year off, off athletes, it? and then athletes can't even get a part time job when they have a. A scholarship. So. Absolutely. That Ohio State quarterback's tweet was uh, after they came out that Ohio State's uh, football team was worth $1.5 billion. His quote was like, um, oh, our oh, our football team is worth $1.5 billion, but I can't get a free cheeseburger because it's not fair to the other students. Yep. You know what bullshit that yep. is, you know? The other students aren't bringing in hundreds of thousands of fans to spend money. It's, yeah, it's a big sham. The NCAA so, makes like a billion dollars a year off March Madness alone, just the one tournament. And you know that all most of that money is just going to like three really rich old dudes. Yeah. You know, so someone, yeah, it's just a bunch of bullshit. And uh, until they fix it, they're gonna get scandals like there was today. Yes. How about that? Uh, Go how about Louisville. that? Louisville. 
Uh, well, I guess that is, um, I guess that is uh, the show. Do you have do you have anything else? Final thought? Uh, no, no more sports talk. I'm all I'm all out of I'm all sportsed out. Cool. Um, we could talk about movies. Have you seen any movies, or just sticking with Game of Thrones? Well, I'm on season three of Game of Thrones, but I did watch La La Land the other day. How'd you like it? Not have Have you seen it? Yes, I saw it in theaters. That ending, I hated that ending. It made me sad because <laughs> they gave. Well, well, yeah, but they gave you both endings. They gave you both they scenarios. They teased you with the one ending, and then they're like, "Nope, that was just his imagination." Oh yeah, no, uh, it's okay because I can, I can imagine that both endings happened. <laughs> not me. You know? One ending happened, and he and he got his heart broken, and she married the guy from that thing you do. Yeah, which is fine because he, but he got his jazz bar either way, you know. But he changed the name because of her. Yeah, well, maybe she cheats on his husband every now and again with him. Then she's a terrible person. But she, <laughs> Mia's, Mia's not a bad person. She's a great person. That's she, a good point. She was great. I I loved the movie. I thought I thought Emma Stone was hilarious, and Ryan uh, Gosling is probably my favorite actor as of late. Him in Nice Guys and him in this, unbelievable. Yeah, nice guys. Oh, what a what a movie! <laughs> <laughs> I love nice guys. Um, but back to La La Land. That opening scene when I watched it in the theater, like right after they stopped singing, you could hear me audibly go, "Oh God!" Like I I was like, I know it's a musical, but holy shit, that opening scene! I thought it was just going to be the worst movie I've ever seen because <laughs> everyone's getting out of their cars and dancing, and I don't even like the song very much. And it has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Yeah, you know. It's yeah, just... I asked I asked Brock if he wanted to watch it with me, and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, no man, I really don't like musicals, so I feel like I would hate it. So I was like, you know what? It can't be that bad. Like like everyone loves it. It can't be that bad of a musical. And then every single time they sang, I was cracking up. I was like, thank God Brock's not watching yeah. this with us. If you were to get Brock to watch, you'd have to start him after the opening scene because he'd walk out in the middle of that scene, no doubt. No, like. Every, like every single time that there was like tap dancing and everything, he would just you just hate it. <laughs> um, all right, quick recap because you just finished season two of Game of Thrones. What did you think of the season two finale? It was good. It was it was some build up. Um, I think Arya, other than Tyrion, Arya is the smartest person in in the show, and she's like twelve. I love Arya. She's she's, a, she's such a badass. Yeah, absolutely. Um, she just I, gets more badass. I think Lady Marjorie is a fox. <laughs> She's super hot. <laughs> I think that wildling that John got mm-hmm. with, not really got with, I don't know. I'm sure going to <laughs> the, the paralyzed boy. <laughs> She's hot. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Jon Snow. Yeah, she is hot. The redhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that That Maybe is just got... How about that Khaleesi? How about that Khaleesi ending? Oh, I wasn't that, surprised at all. That was like watching like Tom Brady doing a uh, a two minute drill. That was, but it was it was so goddamn satisfying though, right? Yeah, there was no <laughs> doubt her, in my mind that she was gonna go in there, grab those dragons, and say, "Eat a bag of shit, I'm getting out of here." Uh, and I'm gonna kill everyone and steal all your soldiers. That's what happened. If you're listening, uh, spoiler alert. But we're so far behind that I feel like it's okay if we do season two recap. Of yeah, Game season of two spoils. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she just completely burns down that whole slave country, which I saw coming. But I was also still getting pissed every time that guy called her a bitch or a whore. I wanted him to uh, burn, and he burned. He burned alive. The- the the weird looking like the really skinny dude with blue lips or the Daxos 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 guy, the the slave driver who uh, sold her all the the army. Oh yeah yeah. Oh where yeah. He was holding the dragon and he was like, "Tell this bitch her dragon's not listening." And then she just looks at him and is like, says those magic words. Oh, she's so badass. She is a badass. She's fucking cool and she's smoking hot. I I I don't know that this happens, but I want her and Jon Snow to start making love <laughs> and rule in the world i i want i honestly i don't want i don't think she wants to make love i think she wants to fucking make people burn which is i i do too but i just i, I don't think john snow clearly doesn't want to you know he's he's a prude you know and i think they would together if they combined forces they could take over the world even though john snow has literally zero forces and is just one handsome motherfucker he is handsome <laughs> I saw today that him, the actor that plays him and the actress that plays 
the wildling got engaged mm-hmm. today. Did they? Yeah, they're at, they were they were dating in our life. That's interesting. Cool, hmm. huh? <laughs> very very cool. So that's our season two <laughs> finale recap of Game of Thrones. I just finished season three, so. I'm hoping Colton finishes that by the time our next show comes oh, around. I'll finish it. I'll probably finish it by the weekend. And that'll be a hell of a recap. So, for those of you who have seen it, you know why. All right, cool. <laughs> nothing, nothing at all. Wink. Wink, wink. Um, all right, I think that's our show. That is it. Um, you Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review this podcast. Don't forget to go to backupquarterback.org, subscribe to our to our blogs, I'm writing a recap of every season of Game of Thrones, and it's just me, pretty much it's just me talking about who's hot and who I hate <laughs> and who I want to see die, and I think it's I think it's pretty funny, so. How many times do you say you want Joffrey to die? <laughs> almost, so I do like an episode by episode recap, and every time yeah. he is mentioned in the episode, I want to, I just, I say fuck Joffrey every single time. <laughs> Fucking hate God, him. He's such an evil. He's such fuck. a punk. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's supposed to be like 18 he does not look 18 he, he looks, looks like, like he's a, like 7 and I want to fucking punch him in his yeah he looks like an 11 year old cocksucker I don't know <laughs> but, he's the um, worst so yeah so so follow me at, at twitter at Colton St. Vincent follow Jake at one follow at backup quarterback underscore blog <clears throat> like us on Facebook um is that it? yeah write a review on iTunes if you can that'd be cool yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Please do that. Rate, <laughs> review, subscribe, unsubscribe, download, undownload, re-download, resubscribe. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the magic formula. So for all of us here in Bristol, Connecticut, um, <laughs> aka the eight one five, eight one five. This has been live from the eight one five podcast episode. What episode is this? Fifteen. 15, I want to say. All right, we'll go with 15. So, deuces. Bye, everyone. I'm always riding on my feet